back on the path. And oh, Lucy, it has been so long <laughs> since we've seen each other. I know we have so much to catch up on. Like how have the last three minutes been? <laughs> I took a drink of water. Mm -hmm. I finished my cup of tea and it's now half past 10 at night. So I can't really have another one. It's a bit late. Oh, is there caffeine in it? Well, it's just it's just tea. So I think so. Oh, well. You'll be fine. If not, you'll be buzzed all night. Yes, love that. We are here to talk about, it says on the title that we're talking about No Place Like Home. So looks like we're talking about Spider-Man. Um, we're breaking off you think into the MCU. It? Yeah. What do you think about No Place Like Home? Did it did it work? Well, I have not seen any Marvel films. So, <laughs> so I don't you've know. Seen, you've seen at least one. I've seen Iron Man. Yeah. Does so that the count? The very first one? Yeah. Wow. And I maybe watched half of Thor, but I didn't like it. So I stopped. Half of the first Thor? Yes. Okay, I've never seen that one. It's not very good. So... Yeah, the second one the second one is supposed to be like the worst one. Oh, really? Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Like every ranking I see, I haven't seen them either. Are those either, but everyone I see is Thor the Dark World is ranked like always at the bottom. The worst, really. I always yeah. plan the... on watching them. That was my meant to be my lockdown thing. I was like, I'm going to get Disney Plus. I'm going to watch all the MCU. And then that's what I started with Iron Man. And then I got to Thor and it was just so meh. Instead, you just played Warzone. Instead, I played Warzone literally every lunchtime and every night for about seven months. <laughs> Warzone. Now you're playing Fortnite. Oh, no, that's done. Oh, you're done. Yeah, Man. I sold out a little bit. I did a little sponsored thing for for Fortnite and it was fun. I do you know what? I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, but I'm ready to just go back to Elden Ring. Yeah, Elden Ring is a siren call to us all. We'll yeah. probably hit up at the end like we did last time. We'll have to not talk about Elden Ring because the no place like home is one of the quests we are doing. Mm -hmm. We're still at Kaer Morin. We've broed down with Eskel and Lambert. We've done all that. Now we're back here with No Place Like Home and Vafael Elaine. But first up, we have the same amount of reviews as we had last time because <laughs> there, there haven't been any in the last 10 minutes. As we nope. mentioned before, Lucy's going out of town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think when this episode comes out, it might be the day I come back. Or I might have got back late last night. And then the day after is when I'm going to Edinburgh to meet up with Valerie from Whiskey with Witcher podcast. So I have one day where we're going to have to record an episode. I haven't told you about that yet. So awesome. <laughs> so you're back. How was the trip? Um, It was amazing. Yeah, it's so good to just spend a week working from another room instead of this one. <laughs> what a great story. Tell it again. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right, so there's nothing else there. We had 105 reviews, I believe. Yes. And uh, again, oh, I've got my Apple Watch on, my damn watch on, and it gets caught on this. Gets caught on this things. thing gets caught. If you have the old school Apple headphones like this, yeah, these mother trucking things get caught on everything possible. Do you know what we everything are? Possible. We are actual boomers for having wired headphones. It's I only have it here. I use Air, it, no, I use AirPods everywhere else. Oh, I you love do. Them. Oh, it's just oh, I keep them in <laughs> all the time. You still? Oh no, you have to go AirPod. I just do this because it's wired. My AirPods won't connect to my PC. If they yeah. would, I would not use these. Oh, I have never had an AirPod ever. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip this out. Let's see, I mean, this God, it gets caught. So I need to take this off. I'm just, just do it off, the but... one. I just do the single. Uh, I especially can't do that now that we've been talking for like over an hour yeah. <laughs> and now it's only in one ear. I can't do that there. 
So uh, again, we have started. If anybody has joined the Patreon again in the past week or so, we can't shout you out here because we're doing this on Wednesday the 24th, I think yeah. is what day this is. Yeah. yeah, Wednesday 24th. So big thanks to at the time, Hal, Jack, Maddie, MJags, Jorgen, Tim, and myself for now to see again how it worked. And um, all the get rid again, we all get the main stuff here. That's just bonus stuff that will be audio only. Get your own special feed. We're covering House of the Dragon. And we've only seen the first episode right now, but we love it. And we look forward to kind of talking more about that. Other things, you get this special channel in the Discord. Mm -hmm. And just the beginning right now, we're going to add stuff and add tiers to it in the future. And you always get just uh, behind the backlog. There you go. You get the yes. backlog of everything. So no matter when you join, you'll get everything that came out before then as well. So uh, $5 a month really helps us out with certain costs and time. And uh, yep. If that's your bit, we'll greatly appreciate it. Yeah. And I think it's going to be really fun as well. Like the Discord's been really cool for getting to chat to people a little bit more often. Um, because we did have the Discord channel in my server and it was it was great. But now that we've got this whole server with dedicated channels for game, books, spoilers, no spoilers, Netflix. And you know, I just think it's been really fun to get to talk to people. And there's the little suggestion channel as well. Some people have put some really cool things in there that we'll keep secret for now, but I really like where people's mind goes with the podcast sometimes. It's really interesting to get other people's perspectives on it. So that's the Discord, and then obviously the Patreon is uh, really, really exciting as well. Yeah, the regular Discord that we have, yeah, that's open, has all of that. The Patreon one, just specific certain ones in there. But yeah, the regular Discord that's open to everybody, put suggestions in there. Big ones also for like video format, because again, this is on video format on 983. Make sure you check that out if you want to kind of watch and see, you know, the podcast for whatever reason. Or if you don't listen to podcasts in that way, you can do it on your computer. Find it over at 983. Again, big thanks to Mark uh, for bringing us on board with that. Does a, the editing and whatnot. And just also special episodes for video. I know we've done one mm. before that we showed that we did on your stream and that we showed Doug Cockle where we ranked in the tiers of oh, all the yeah. characters. If there's anything, we didn't even have to be Witcher related. If there's anything you want to see us do in that special things for video, suggest it to us, let us know. Cause you know, we definitely want to do more in that sense. So again, go nine, eight, three, check that out. It is up at the same time Monday every week. I think we have everything covered. Should we get right into it? Yeah, let's go. This is a fun well, sort of fun. The first half is fun. The second half gets serious. It, yeah, they really set us up for having the most fun in the game for yeah. me. To me, yeah. it's definitely the most fun. Right before doing some horrific things to my boy Uma. Oh, bless his wee soul. But yeah, the first, uh, the first quest that we're looking at is no place like home, and this is after we have completed the three tasks that Yennefer. I want to say like told us she kind of ordered us to do um and immediately once we've reported back to her saying we've done this she starts ordering everyone around again um saying okay next thing we've got to do is this 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 and thankfully Papa Vez steps in and kind of says you know you don't give the orders around here last time I checked I was in charge so back off for a moment um Yennefer still won't tell anyone you okay there <laughs> I was no, you were playing. I was gonna say like it's this is why you may want to watch it. I just water went down the wrong pipe, and I was having a coughing fit, and I muted the mic so nobody heard it listening to it. But y'all watching the video can just see me 
dying like, in coughing the up, and I was like, I was like, oh, Lucy's doing a great job. She's going through it, and ah. Oh. Yeah, no, I just thought it, I was gonna keep going. I just thought it'd be funny for the YouTube people. God, okay, well, yes, that was me just having a little fit there. Um, but what I was saying was, uh, that Yennefer still hasn't told anybody what her master plan is. But when Vesemir, Vesemir says to her, I assume it's unsafe, and Yennefer doesn't say anything, she kind of looks all coy. Um, so Vesemir says that he first wants to try a less invasive way to try and lift the curse. So he's going to go and take Uma away for the night to the mountains somewhere and see if he can lift the curse his way before doing Yennefer's mysterious unsafe plan. Yeah, and this is where that Lambert line, that bit of respect, you're not talking to Geralt. <laughs> that that has to be a Gwent line because that is just stuck in my head. Really? It has to be just because I've heard it so much. I'm like, it has to be from Gwent, even though the Lambert cards are not very good. They're still not very good. They got a little bit of a buff several months ago or hell, that might have been like six months ago. Which mm -hmm. is that just stuck in there about Lambert? Sticking up for Vez, so he hasn't yeah. always seen eye to eye. I'll say Vez. I shouldn't say that because there's a Witcher 2 character named Vez. Oh, Vez, yeah. Pop, pop, Papa Vez or Vesemir. Because, again, they're in it together. Like, they can take the piss out of each other. They can give each other shit. That's but they're it, Witchers exactly. first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And when it comes down to it, he's not going to allow a sorceress to come mm -hmm. in here and start uh, talking uh, bad about Papa Vez there. That's it. Exactly. Like, I, whenever I was growing up, I had two stepbrothers, and we used to take the piss out of each other all the time. We would fight and scream at each other. But if anybody at school said anything to me or said anything to them, it was like, no, you immediately stick up for your bros or your friends even. So, yeah, it was actually quite nice to see him stand up for Vez, Vesemir after we had the chat earlier or last episode, not earlier today, um, that they... Uh, they haven't always seen eye to eye. All right, we're we're just padding time because now, well, Vesemir's out on his little trip with Uma. Here we go. <laughs> it's the night out. The and boys have got a night off, yeah. Yeah, and Eskel's like, eh, maybe we should have a drink. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, he recommend he suggests that they do some work around the place. He said, "Oh, Vesemir said we've got some like roof beams that we need to fix, so we could do that." And then he goes, "Or <laughs> we could have a drink." And they say, "Yeah, let's have a drink." So they get out their big, well, they call them mugs, but they're huge. Like to me, this is a small mug, and then they have these huge like tankards, is what I would say, and uh, they start drinking, keep pouring, and it's vodka they're having as well, I think. And they apologize to Yen because they didn't have a glass. Yes, yes. And before all of the drinking starts, she can actually try and tempt you away upstairs, which I didn't know. I could, I didn't remember this bit because I think I only romanced Yen in my first playthrough, and I would have just shot her down. Um, and you can go up and like they they end up having sex, and the sex scene is weird. Have you watched it? They're they're all weird. Like this one is specifically weird because it's okay. like interspliced with this clip of a pack of three wolves running after a deer. And I was like, I, I don't. I've never, I've never done I've, it. I never either. would have done it because I'm always going to stay down and drink. Exactly. It's not instead I of don't... the drinking, you do come back down, and the whole drinking thing still happens. But it's just like at the beginning, you go up and then you come back down. 
but it's very strange and i don't know what it's trying to mean or what it's trying like what is the point of this but it's it's really odd anyway yeah that's I, yeah i thought I, I know i've seen it that before but i do not remember the wolves it's very odd unless it was just i mean and I it's could three be wolves trolled. yeah it's like three wolves running after a deer and then the deer the deer like runs um to a bridge like a bridge that is broken and the deer can jump over the gap in the bridge but i don't know if the wolf makes it over the jump well there's three mean? wolves yeah three witcher there's bros three, there's three witchers but yen's not one, a deer there's one deer and do we just draw that conclusion i don't know is that what like what it was leading to was like a a Witcher gangbang up there or something? <laughs> Is that what people know. were just like, oh yeah? I <laughs> don't know, but yeah. I didn't understand it, and yeah, I probably won't do that one if I uh, come no, to like this you, part of the game again. Dude, you gotta stay. You mm -hmm. gotta stay there. Yeah, but uh, we yeah, head so back down anyway. Um, if you do the romance scene, you come back down and the boys just kind of give you a bit of grief. They're like, oh, you guys have a good time. It's just really awkward. Um, and they use this time to kind of catch up and we get another little story from Lambert about him just randomly killing a creature, I think. So I think there was a there was a contract where somebody had said there was a big monster um, like stealing from or killing people on the road. And Lambert finds out that it was actually a group of bandits that were doing the killings. And there was just this kind of normal creature that wasn't actually causing anyone any harm, but they were saying that it was this creature doing it. So he kills the bandits and he kills the creature because he wants the reward. So uh, Geralt's just like, why did you do... <laughs> you didn't need to kill anyone. You could have, you know, been more morally... Uh, correct there, but that's just another example of them putting Lambert forward as a bad guy. Yeah, but I guess again that would just be justified by got to eat. Yeah, butchers got to eat. Otherwise, because again, I know it's another problem you have to do with the game. Games have to have a lot of monsters. Games have to have a lot of loot, and they have to have a lot of money, which is the opposite of what witchers are. Mm. Like throughout the books and everything we hear about, he is broke as shit. He doesn't have anything. He obviously only has like two swords. And for a long part of the book, he only has one. Like the silver sword is not something that he always carries with him. Oh, okay. Like he doesn't always walk around with the two swords. They like can carry it at times, but it's always, you're never going to need a silver sword all the time, which right. is why a big part of the books, he doesn't actually have it. I know they have to do that here, but the same thing there where it's like, oh, we need money. We need to haggle with this peasant yeah. over like three gold crowns. And it's like, no, Geralt is rolling yeah. in the money. He's fine. Yeah, he, he's going to be fine there. So then, yeah, you get the Eskul. Talking about the Catacan. Yeah. It's always fun to say. <laughs> Catacan corpse he brought to the keep. Yeah, he brought it back for some reason. He said that um, this particular Catacan was preying on specific types of people. So he was, it was preying on like young, rich girls who were drinking. And so the way that they, caught the catacan Yennefer says even I'm interested in this story so she like she was like I'm, I'm listening up here it's like he went to this ball he had to wear a mask like a masquerade ball and he was like I've never had as much luck with the ladies in my entire life 
because he was wearing a mask. Bless him. Um, but yeah, and Esco's face is yeah. obviously just like that. Now that is disfigurement. Like that's honestly what I think of when they describe Siri. When they say Siri's face is disfigured, like that, I think of it like Lambert's. I'm sorry, like Esco's. That is just beyond like maimed and not just like that badass looking scar. Yeah, hers looks cool, but Eskel's is really oh super which, fucked up. Yeah, which is what it should be because yeah. when Siri first meets him, she's like horrified she's and like scared of and, him. Oh, like completely scared. I'm like, okay, that you know, it's like dude's face is half off. <laughs> we get a, a very bitchy line from Lambert. This speaking of old friends, Novograd and plowing. How's Triss? <laughs> Just rude, isn't it? Yeah, because Yen is there, and mm-hmm. even if you didn't depend on your romancing like that's just uncalled for lambert yes very much not a witcher bro code thing to do <laughs> no so yeah you get fuck off talking about uma or like tris is managing mm-hmm. which i don't know I, what's I, the right answer i mean i just you just gotta slam the fuck off like yeah that's what Geralt, how Geralt would respond fuck off lambert <laughs> yeah just doing they do like a shot of yen looking so mm-hmm. yeah you don't you don't remember what you picked i probably picked fuck off unless maybe in my second playthrough when i was romancing tris maybe for the character i might have picked tris's managing yeah just i don't know yeah but you do you know you're right regardless of whether you're romancing tris or yen or nobody it's just a dickhead comment so it should just be fuck off yeah, he he does, and he knows what he's trying to do. Is he's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, you're touchy. It's like he knew, yeah, he knew what he was doing. He he was poking the the wolf there. Exactly. I think Yen said in the last episode, he's not stupid. He is just mean. <laughs> yeah, he's not stupid. He's mean. Which yeah, <laughs> that's that that's what he would be. But Yen finally reveals what she's gonna do to Uma. You know that it's the trial of the grasses. Yeah. Which Lambert is not pleased about at all. I don't think she even finishes her sentence and he is up. He bangs the table, folds his arms and he goes, you what? Uh, Like he just can't believe that she would even suggest this. But the reason that she does is because the first half of the trials is what breaks down the body to make it open to change. So she's only going to do the first half. She's not making making Uma into a witcher. She's breaking down the body, making it open to change and then she's going to lift the curse using the phylactery i never remember what the phylactery is or what it does but it's important <laughs> uh hot dog hot dog what <laughs> uh, that's that's the only response i have to what it does <laughs> hot dog. i just uh anytime someone asks me something i just uh, hot dog yeah i just hope for usually, the best. Yeah, it usually confuses them enough to where i can change the subject yes and move on to what it is great um, we're getting towards that because Yen says, I'm out, telling Geralt not to drink too much. Mm-hmm. And then we can decide what to do. And we're going to drink. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got to stay. Drink. Yeah. And there's there's more Yen hate. There is. There's a lot of Yen hate. And it's always very much like you would do this for her or she's tricked you. She doesn't really like you. I think. I think it's Eskel that says to Geralt, you would brave a fire for her, whereas she plays you like a cheap fiddle. It's always been this way. And Geralt tries to say, you know, Yen's changed, but I don't think they're completely convinced. But there is a moment here where 
they're getting a bit more drunk and Lambert kind of says oh you know we're only messing like and then he cheers us to Geralt and Yen <laughs> and I know something about playing a cheap fiddle because I played the fiddle back in junior high did you is it just yeah it's not a violin is it it is oh it it's is a, a style okay. it's just a style yeah and so I had I had a violin although mine really wasn't that cheap it was this would have been I would have got this back in 1997, so it would have 25 years ago, oh, and I shit. still have it. And, it. and it was like $500 then, and apparently it's not supposed to lose value. Oh. So I need to get that fixed, because I played the violin. And the good thing is, if you can play the violin because of the finger placements, you can play the fiddle, because again, it's a style. You can also play the mandolin. Oh, nice. Yeah, because it's the same finger placements as it. So I would always play like the mandolin to kind of pick some. And then pick that cheap fiddle there. Oh my god! That was me. Your dandelion cosplay is coming together even better now. If I can get a mandolin, you can always get a cheap mandolin. Interesting, because that'd be a lot easier than playing the fiddle, and that'd take me more time. Like I yeah. could do that. I picked up. I kind of did a keyboard, playing some keyboard uh, a little bit sometime last year, and it's not as picking up is not as easy as it used to be. No, especially just the dexterity. Not. Mm -hmm. of just doing that and then having to put up so it might take me a little bit to do it but a cheap mandolin would be easier to do yeah absolutely. Uh, instead of just up in there yeah. <laughs> you know to be able to do it there i used to want to play the guitar so badly so i went to lessons but like my issue was and this is my issue with a lot of things i wanted to be able to play like rock music and i did not want to learn the basics so <laughs> i went to guitar lessons and i had bought like an electric guitar and he was like, okay, we need to learn on this. Hands me an acoustic guitar. And it's like, dun, 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 like, it's, dun, no, like, and power I was like, chords. yeah, like chords. And then like some Oasis yeah. songs, which is great to be fair. But I just wanted to go straight to like, I I had it in my head that I wanted to learn the guitar solo from like a Queen song. I can't huh. remember which one now, but I was just like, I want to learn that. And he's like, you need to start with the bass. <laughs> yeah, you can't so. just do that. The hardest, I'd say the. Hardest or most advanced thing that I ever played on the violin would have been the theme to Schindler's List. Ooh, oh, I can't think that, of how that goes. Oh, that horrifically sad song. Oh, I need to listen to it. I can't dun, remember dun, it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's, it's oh my God. It's just, but yeah, that's probably the hardest, most recognizable hard thing that, that I was ever able to play mm -hmm. was that. But again, it's just so depressing. Obviously, it's Schindler's List. The theme has to be sad. Yeah, you can't have an upbeat song. <laughs> Yep. No more talking about Holocaust related media. We're back <laughs> here. And Lambert wearing Vesemir's hat. So funny. Oh my God, that hat. He just rocks <laughs> up out of nowhere. And because at, at some point at this little, so we're all sat at this table. At one point, Eskel will go off and Geralt and Lambert will have the little moment. And at one point, Lambert will go off and Eskel and Geralt will have the little moment. Lambert goes off and he comes back. And he's got this massive weird hat on. And he's like, this is what Vesemir used to wear when he's like wooing the damsels. And then he does his Vesemir impression, which he just keeps going with. And it's so funny. And as this goes on, I would, I really wish we asked Doug Cockle about this scene because like his drunk voice is so funny. And the way he like oh. stumbles over his words and then he'll like randomly stop in a sentence and just his voice is so <laughs> funny. And then their eyes as well start going really weird. And obviously the camera of the game is constantly yeah. moving like this to make you feel drunk. And it's just so funny. They just keep going, keep going. Yeah, but the hat is just so good. So we are partial, obviously, to The Witcher. Mm -hmm. But this was very, very, very similar. 
to Red Dead 2's Drunken Nights in Valentine, which I'll be honest with you. I'll just say this. As much as I love this, I think I might actually like... Now that I say it, I don't know. The Red Dead 2 was just kind of... Although this was kind of out of nowhere too, wasn't it? The Red Dead 2 one is very early in the game. Do you mean when you go out with Lenny? With Lenny, yes. It's it's very early. It is, and I want to know if they got if they got any inspiration from this, because mm. something that's so funny about that, when you're out drinking in Valentine with Arthur, you're Arthur and with Lenny is it just goes from like scene to scene. It doesn't, yeah. you're, you're doing one thing, like you're arguing with somebody and you're about to fight. And then like instantly you're in like a dance line it's next so to that guy, funny. just dancing. in. when you start yelling, you're supposed to find Lenny. Yeah. Everybody looks like Lenny. It's so, and so good. And you're, and it says Lenny at the bottom to yell Lenny, but then it reverses Leno. You know, <laughs> you just start yelling and just everything like that. And then when you think it's over, you're back there singing and like dancing. Yeah. And I don't know which I may like better because that was more frantic and more funny. I'd say yeah. this is definitely more about the characters exactly. and getting to really know their true selves. It is, yeah. I like this one because we get to, you know, when you know you've had a drink everyone's like this in real life and i love the interaction between lambert and gerald when they're both really drunk and they're like you know lambert you're an asshole and you're really stuck up but you're my bro and i love you and i'd do anything for you and i was like that's just so in this moment it didn't seem like three witchers it just seemed like three dudes that you saw at the bar the weekend are you a drunk like that are you a sentimental drunk uh sometimes yeah I think I can be. It depends what situation. I mean, if I was in that situation that they're in, where they're just sat at a table drinking, reminiscing, absolutely. There... Then when we were in Amsterdam and we were just out the club, I was just dancing all night. So I'm not. I'm not gonna name names, but do you remember a very sentimental drunk that we were with? I'm not gonna name names. I'm not even gonna allude to it. I mean that. But okay. there was somebody. We'll talk about it after the show. Okay. There was absolutely at least one, maybe two, uh, sentimental drunks not that me. we were out. Huh? Not me. No, 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 not well. No, I would say you. No, I. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't withhold your name there. No, no, no. There were some uh, that way. We'll talk about it after because I'm not. I'm not really that way. I'm definitely a party drunk. I am not a violent. You don't want to hang out with like violent, angry oh, drunks. No. God, Those are the no, worst. I, I was kind of interested that. to see if there would be anybody in Amsterdam. Yeah. In the community who would be like that. Mercifully, there was not. Everyone was there anybody? Was good vibes. Did you get did you get drunk and go out in uh Warsaw for the CD? Oh my god. Project yeah. Red. It was kind of you similar did? vibes to Amsterdam. Like okay. we stayed up till like 5 a.m., 4 or 5 a.m. most nights. Either that's we, in the that's hotel we did lobby. In the hotel lobby, though, that's where oh, we stayed wow. most of the time. Because the hotel that most of the people stayed in had a really good lobby and it had a 24-hour bar, loads of space Ooh, for people to sit. They had okay. food that you could just go make whenever you wanted. So bless really? Tia and Jess just took a big order and then they went and made us these like pita pizzas at like 2 a.m. and just brought loads of them around. And I was like, yes, it's so good. But uh, so, yeah, a lot of the time we spent because, you know, when you're at these kind of meetups, a lot of the time you do just want to talk. You know, we'll we'll go to the club at the end of the night, but like we just want to sit around and chat and play games and stuff. So the hotel lobby was unreal. See, that's what I thought, too. The night we went out, uh, what was that place? Bar Italia. Yeah. We went from a very chill talking atmosphere, that Irish pub. Yeah. And we were like, you were saying somebody 
I guess we can just say the name, whatever. Ben. Oh yeah, yeah Ben. Yeah. Oh, Ben Jammins and some people. They were at this place, and we're, I remember thinking, like, ah, do we want to talk or do whatever? And it was like a club. Yeah, and I, I remember didn't think thinking it was going to be a club. I thought it was an Italian restaurant. And when we went there, I just was like, oh, it's like a club. Is this going to be okay? And man, after like fifteen minutes, everybody dancing, drinks flowing, cheap drinks, cheap drinks. It's Amsterdam. It's a club in a touristy spot in whatever you call it downtown. I guess you want to call that. I guess what it I is. I don't know where we were. <laughs> uh, what was that? It was called something that we were there. It was central. Central. It was central. And I remember thinking like, oh, man, these shots, tequila shots, these are going to be like crazy. They were cheaper than me going out in fucking Dallas. Yeah. Like almost twice as cheap. I could not believe how cheap everything was there. Y'all's yeah. Euro, man. Keep it low when I come back. Well, you should have seen Poland, man. I was living like a queen. It, really? Everything was so cheap there. I was getting taxis. It was like two pound. How much was like a drink at a bar? Did y'all? Oh, like the hotel. How much was, like a hotel drink? I think I was drinking, well, I was drinking um, espresso martinis a lot. Well, you were up till five, no wonder. Yeah, espresso martini, if you bought one here in Newcastle, it probably cost you £10. In there, over there, it's cost about £3. And man, that's, a dollar is less than a, dollar is less than a pound, right? I think so. No, is a, yeah. Oh, no, wait, you get one no, pound for $1.20 or something like that. Okay, okay. Still, though, that's che- like cheap as hell. Yeah. For like a hotel drink or something like that. Those would be like $15 or so. Insane, yeah. It was at so least. cheap. Jeez. I want to go back to Poland okay. like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm missing France next year. Pelly. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Paris. I'm, I'm obviously going to go. I'm so excited. Y'all have been there, though. You've been there. I've been there when I was Paris. like... 15 yeah exactly i've never been there so yeah i'm like can't wait because of all again the medieval like museums yeah. and everything i mean we'll have a great go time to. we'll have a great time it'll be amazing uh it'll just be expensive yeah yeah it'll be a year from now i'm sure things will be better yeah of course yeah Economy everything's going great, great. <laughs> back to a good time uh so yeah they after the hate on yin never have i ever oh yes so, interesting Lucy, game never have you ever taken fist tech I will not drink. I have not taken Fistec. Oh, okay. Have you? <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> I have never jumped... Moving on. I've never jumped out of a lover's window. Mm, and who drinks for this one? I have never... I've never done that. Have you? Have I jumped out of a lover's window? Absolutely have not. You, have you ever hastily left a, lover's a place? place? Yeah. I No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I have either. No. I know. I have woken up somewhere that I did not know where I woke up. Oh, no. That in a scares bed. me. I wake, I wake up in a bed and I'm like, where the fuck am I? I look on the table, like the bedside table, and I see like this just like family picture. <laughs> and I'm, I look and I'm like, oh, God. Sh-. I literally and I look around. I have no idea. It's sometime in the daytime. And I hear like voices coming from the hallway. No, that's and I'm not joking. I was about to do something like this and be like, I have no idea where I am. I look around. I'm still in my clothes, still in the same clothes I wore from the night before. Nothing else is around. And I start to hear this voice, and it's my friend. I'm like, what the hell? I open the door and look in the hallway. This was my friend's house in a room I had never been in. Oh, so you recognize the house? As soon as I recognized, I was like, oh, "Oh, I'm at his house, and it remembered. Oh, I passed out. On the couch. 
Yeah. And they took me and put me in this bedroom, but I had never been in this spare bedroom. And the picture on the the, uh, bedside was just the generic frame. He never took it out. He just kept a generic picture that comes in there. It was a stock family. It was a stock family photo. And I'm like, dude, you really need to decorate your room. (laughs) But I I remember I'd passed out and I couldn't move. I was so drunk, couldn't move. I remember people taking off my shoes and I'm like, oh, man, this might be bad. And then I woke up. So that's a night I got kicked out of a bar that was closing New Year's Eve. They just put champagne on the tables. Oh. Just gave it away. Oh, champagne, New Year's Eve, bar closing, got hammered. Champagne's Cop came over worst, to me. You know. Cop came over to me and said, hey, who are you with? And I'm just, I, the wall is like going up like this. <laughs> I go, I'm leaving. He goes, okay, good, get out. So shit. <laughs> that was that night. Threw up on his car on the way home. On it, not in it. I stuck my head out the window. On it. Oh, that's not too bad then. I'm pretty sure we got asked to leave that bar Italia that we spoke about earlier as well. Oh, do you remember exactly what happened? Not really. You still had a drink. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And we we were leaving. And I was, I mean, I was dancing. Oh, my God. What was it? I had, I think I had, well, I think I had 8,000 or like 12,000 steps from midnight to like 5 (laughs) a.m. from dancing and moving around. Yeah. So many shots, was so drunk, but I was active. I remember saying, like, we got to go, we got to go. You were just not moving. And that guy was coming over. He was about this, done. See, this is me when I've had too many drinks, stubborn as an ox. And you were just sitting not there. Not moving, no. With your drink. And I was like, we're good, we're good. I took your drink, downed it, <laughs> said, we're good, got you out, and we were gone. And I'm like, this dude is about to, this might be bad. I think I remember saying to the barman, can I just finish my drink? And he goes, what do you think? (laughs) Yeah. And you were not finishing that drink. And everyone around you was just kind of looking. And I'm like, all right, we got to go. I'm going to (laughs) down that motherfucker and get out for my like 15th drink of the night. Oh, God. But it's all good. I walked home and made it. What a night. Piecing it together. All right. So we've never... Jumped out of lump, uh, Lumbers. <laughs> I looked at Lambert. <laughs> Whatever jumped out of Lover's window. Lambert drinks and said that he was with someone who had, uh, had someone that had been with his friend and didn't want to hurt his feelings. Dun, and we dun, got dun. a comment about this in our Discord. Oh, you're right. We did. We got a comment about this in our Discord that somebody said from The Witcher 1 mm-hmm. that there are footsteps outside of a window that Geralt was with someone. Was It, it wasn't Triss, though. Yeah, I think it's Triss. It was Triss. Okay, when Geralt is with Triss, mm-hmm. there's footsteps. And is this a callback? Yeah, so there's a lot of things. There's three things. So first of all, you're right. Yeah, in The Witcher 1, you can find footsteps outside of Triss's window. Lambert also then makes the comment earlier in the game, you know, asking how Triss is. And then apparently in The Witcher 3, I didn't check this, so forgive me if it's wrong, but when you beat Lambert at Gwent, you get the Triss Gwent card. That would make sense. It would make sense. And is this right that in Witcher 1, you like collect cards for what girls you've been with? Yeah, like literally, like you literally collect trophies yeah. for the women you slept with. And there's and a they're lot. Like very, they're not, they're like graphic, the cards. It's 2007 indie company. Yeah. So, so maybe yeah. that's them being like, oh, this is, Lambert giving you Triss's card. Yeah, it's man, I don't know. But that that if it is something, then that'd be a hell of an Easter egg that they would not put in. Mm. I'm sorry, that they that they did not elaborate on, that they did put in. Yeah. Like 
that's kind of a big thing if Lambert did that. Like that's crossing, like we talked about, that's crossing the bro line. If it you will. is, yeah. But then I, I don't know because I saw a lot of people saying, "I hope this is true because then it makes me feel okay for backing Kira." Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Kira. Because I guess we'll, yeah, well, Kira Lambert, whatever. Hell, that might be. That's the biggest speculation about The Witcher Four. It is actually, yeah. Is, is that it's Kira and Lambert basically starting that new links or the new school? Because that was like a fan fiction or something, wasn't it? That was, um, yes, that was, yeah, that was a big fan fiction. The fan fiction that became like canon was, I think that was School of the Griffin. I think is what it was. Oh. I think it was School of the Griffin. That's the one that actually became that Sapkowski even said like, oh, yeah, that's good. Like, I can <laughs> do that. I think that's what it was, but I may be um, mistaken on that uh, a little bit more as well, which is probably the case. <laughs> but what happens is. We ran out of vodka and Eskel goes to find some. And then Geralt and Lambert have their bro moments. Of, I like, you know, no, you. Mm -hmm. I love you, bro. Yeah. You're an asshole. You're kind of an asshole, but I love you. And I'll be there for you. <laughs> so we'll, funny. We'll look out for you. Yeah. Yeah. They're bros. Yeah. It's, it's obvious they love each other, but they, very much call each other out all the time which we like we like that healthy communication <laughs> yeah i don't know how healthy whoa i don't know how healthy it is <laughs> because there you go my throat is just saying bro my throat's seizing up but we have to go find eskel mainly because we need more vodka yes and eskel is asleep asleep passed out semantics right yeah i think he's definitely passed out I don't know why I wrote asleep, but I guess he is asleep. But I don't know I, how he ended up there. Because they can smell Lambert and Geralt are going on about how they can smell forktails. Or wyverns, actually. It was wyverns. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if he got and into a fight and then just passed out. I guess it would be again to me, because it would be passed out. Like passing out in a sleep is different. Because if someone's passed out, you can do things to them if they're not in bed. Oh god. Like you're asleep if you're in bed, you're passed out if you're not. Okay, that's like, fair. If if he would have been in asleep or on a couch, you'd be like, okay, he's just or in his bed or on a couch. Be like, he's asleep. This motherfucker passed out. On the ground outside Caremore. <laughs> outside on the ground. <laughs> have you ever passed out? Oh, outside god. or on the ground. Uh, outside, outside outside on, the, on ground. the ground. I mean, yeah. I uh, this is also another notorious thing for me when I go out. I sleep everywhere. So I was on Saturday I was out on Saturday. And I was really tired because I think we, I did something on Friday night. We either recorded something or I was streaming or something like that. Um, we went to the first bar for food, second bar for drinks, and then third bar for more drinks. And I was like, girls, I got to sleep. I need to have a little 20 minutes. Just leave me alone for 20 minutes. And I just slept <laughs> for 20 minutes. So that's not passing out, is it? No, I think you called it. Yes, and I, I think said, you called it. I am going to sleep here for 20 minutes and then I'll be back in the room. And it was, I felt great for it, but I've definitely fell asleep, passed out, sorry, ev everywhere I go. Okay, yeah, you called it, so that's fine. Mm -hmm. All right, so Eskel's outside with the wee goat. And <laughs> I said it last week, you get to say it this time. They're going to contact some sorceresses mm -hmm. with 
Yeah, yeah, with there. So what does Eskel say that is immortalized with a command in my stream? Oh my god, yeah, you're right, it is. What do you type yeah. in your stream to do this? Exclamation point party. Exclamation point party. Fuck yeah, summon the bitches. I actually but don't have women. the... Yeah, it, it says that, yeah. <laughs> I actually don't have the F yeah on there. I think it's no, just No, summon... you just have summon the bitches, yeah. I just have summon the bitches. Yeah, so... Which, <laughs> that's down home Eskel. And so they do summon the <laughs> they do summon them, but they don't summon a sorceress, do they? No, I can't remember who it is exactly, but they end up using this megascope. Geralt says some elvish to try and activate the crystals. He says, Kedmil, Bloed Doin, Hocus Pocus. Does that mean yeah. human? Duan. Duan Duan is human. Yeah. So I can't remember what the other words mean, but Basically, like, damn, yeah, damn humans. Hocus death, pocus, yeah. abracadabra, arse plathana. <laughs> so and, it all... uh, it's some dude sat on the toilet, I think. Yeah, and they start, comp they're saying, like, oh, they're after us. Yeah. Like, they found us. And yeah. they just start laughing. So they... And I don't know if they we start mentioned, laughing. but previously to doing the call, they all put on Yennefer's yeah. clothes. because Which, how do they fit in? I mean, they just wouldn't. Yennefer's no. teeny. Especially the waist and the bosom. Yeah. Like the bosom, I guess, would be okay. But no, the chest, I mean, they're not exactly like massive witchers. They're not like 6'3 or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But they would still be broad chest enough in the waist. Like I know Geralt does have, a, you know, he's, a he's rocking burrito. about 2.5% body fat. <laughs> but it's not Yennefer's waist. No. Um, but the reason they put the clothes on is because we're going to scare off the sorceresses because we don't look like sorceresses. <laughs> But arguably, they just look more terrifying in these God, outfits. it is so great what they wear. Yeah, I think Gerald just goes in some trousers and topless. Eskel gets in a dress, and Lambert's in like a full thing. He's got the halter neck top and skirt combo, and he looks great. So yeah, yeah Lambert might um, weird. Lambert may be himself in that. He may be vibing there, hmm. but. Despite them rocking that drip right there, Yennefer arrives and uh, the party's over. Yeah, she's not best pleased at all. And she says, go to bed now. <laughs> go to bed now. But Geralt does not wake up in bed, does he? No. Um. So this is the next morning and he kind of wakes up just in the middle of the, the main, I don't know if it's like the main hall downstairs where He's... they were drinking. He's still topless and he wakes up. And he can see that everybody is stood around this table and Uma is lying. So Uma and Vesemir are back. Um, it would appear that the curse is still not being lifted. And this is the beginning of the Raphael Elaine quest uh, where we're going to progress with trying to lift the curse from Uma. Yes, and everyone else is dressed. Like <laughs> they had a good morning. They've eaten. Yeah. Nobody woke up Geralt. So I just left him. again, that's just that the let's let's mess with him there. And yeah, there is um you could say I guess it would be yeah, moments relaxed consciousness there. Uma behaves differently. And he did learn some things there. Mm -hmm. And he heard a voice that did not sound like him. So we get some little insights here, but we begin the trials, and it's the first time in generations basically mm -hmm. that they're actually giving these things here mother's tears wilder juice spear grass sap mm -hmm. 
Yes, but then yeah. Yennefer goes on to say that Uma's little body is not capable of taking on the trial mm. itself. So she then has to stand over casting a stabilizing spell to let the potions do their work. And she said something like, it disintegrates you from the inside out, but she has to hold it stabilized until the moment comes where they can lift the curse. Yes, and Yen gets into sorceress mode. And it's tough. And this is really cool, really sweet. As she asked Geralt, basically, tell me a story, distract me. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the first story, heard about my time ice skating with Siri. Oh. Yeah. And talks about there the time when he was too harsh and asked to go ice skating. <laughs> Give him a taste of his own medicine. And this is a callback. Ice skating Siri is about as memorable of a thing from the books as there is. Aww. You're going to hear more and more and more in the upcoming seasons about a Siri ice skating scene. It's like the penultimate thing or not penultimate climax, if you will, of Tower of the Swallows. Okay. It's very, it's very well known and you're going to hear a lot about, oh, they better have that. Oh, they better have that. <laughs> so this is, this is kind of a callback to there about Siri ice skating is yeah, she can demonstrate this. She's a, she's a pretty good ice skater. Okay, interesting. And the second story that you can pick from is, did I ever tell you about Dandelion buying me a sword? And I just read that it's a story from Season of Storms. Is that right? Hot dog. <laughs> you're, not, you, you're not a big Seasons of Storm fan, are you? No, and that's like the main thing. Again, if you don't know, the previous incarnation of this podcast was me doing the books. Mm -hmm. I have not fully read Season of Storms. I've read oh. parts of it. I like some of it. I love they have the Cat of Lello in there, Bran, and the Iteran, all that stuff. They talk about the beginning of the Witchers, Alzur. Uh, I say the Iter Iteran was the guy who kind of did it. And just a lot of it, it's just not, it's it's not necessary. And to right. not get too deep on Season of Storms, again, maybe that can be something to get on later or whatnot. It'd be something, again, we could both read because yeah. it's 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 a prequel, if you will, but it's kind of all over. Right. Like in Perfect Sapkowski, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's just not the best. And yeah, maybe I heard about this before, but I, it doesn't really ring a bell too much. Geralt's most famous sword. Okay. Sihil comes from Zoltan. Like that's a big thing where where him and Zoltan became tight. Sihil, and uh, yeah, season of storms. Eh. eh. We'll get it's there just, one eh. day, maybe. I'm not in a hurry. Yeah, I mean, I have all the other ones to read first. You do, and <laughs> I'll withhold that. Uh, there is a deleted content in here, though. I remember hearing about this before. What was that? Yeah, so there's some deleted content. And I would love, that's something I would like to ask somebody from CDPR. Like, what was their reasoning behind deleting it? My guess would be that it takes you out of the scene too much. Because Yennefer is standing for a long time casting this spell. And she gets hungry. So she asks somebody to make her some food. If you're romancing her, Geralt will go and make the food. And if you're not, Vesemir will go and make it and it's an omelette and <laughs> you can add it back in and I saw some like code that you have to write in it reminded me of like when I used to write cheats in on the sims it reminded me of that you can like add in the omelette scene um so yeah that's a cool one to go and watch on YouTube if you haven't seen it already yeah and you can if you're romancing her <laughs> or it's Vesemir if, if you're not, not romancing her it's Vesemir yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. If it's not, if you're not wearing a Vesemir, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Against the cut content, they cut so much. The game is so plenty long enough as it is. Yeah. There was a ton of, we talked about it before, there's a ton of Scoia'tael stuff cut, dealing oh, yeah. back with Yorvith in The Witcher 2. And their reasoning is sound as much as I would have seen it. They said they cut a lot of the Scoia'tael because they told the Scoia'tael story all throughout The Witcher 2. Right. And it, it just wasn't needed. And like, even cyberpunk uh the witcher 3 was released ton of bugs yeah needed a lot of patching i mean the whole ui was fixed <clears throat> if you go back and watch video from 2015 when it got released the menu inventory all that is completely different wow i didn't know that yeah it is dreadful because oh. i never it looks dreadful i never played it when i played it early on in 2016 i think by then it had already been changed mm-hmm. like that was something from the get-go that they did so something like this it makes sense especially taking you out of the scene i completely understand that yeah uma wakes up and we're gonna lift the curse magical words phylactery (laughs) and uma is an nl elf the sage avalok and this is the first time you would have seen avalok isn't it it is yeah so it was kind of a shock to me that Geralt immediately knew who this person was and then something that he says later on is you know keep an eye on him because he's not a friend so immediately then I'm like okay there must be some kind of well obviously there's a backstory here but Siri trusts him so obviously there's been some kind of alliance here for whatever reason um but <laughs> in typical Yen fashion her bloke's barely woken up and she's like where is Siri <laughs> like trying to get the information out of him and uh he says that she's hidden in the Isle of Mists, but she's not safe from the hunt yet. Yeah, in this, we'll go into Avalok much more because there's going to be so much he talks about. There's going to be spoilery stuff because he is vastly important to Siri, and the stuff they say just goes directly to things that happen. It's a massive reasoning why Geralt is distrustful. We're also going to find out that Siri is very trusting, and there's going to be that kind of tie between Siri. Trusting him, Geralt not, or this inherent distrust that we're going to go over. We're also going to have to go over it a lot more next time because I am running up against the clock here <laughs> of what it is. But we'll be fine. We'll get through yeah, it. We're good, we're good. But now we've gotten this out and we have our next task. And that is Siri is in the Isle of Mists. Mm-hmm. Not safe. It has to do with the Elder Blood. Open the gate. Open the gate, I believe, is something new from the games, but... The oh, Wild Hunt wanting, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I can't remember. The Wild Hunt wanted Siri in the books for the Elder Blood. It's the yeah. Same reason everybody else wants. And like I said, we'll get into more in depth in that because Aridin is from the books, very, very important. Siri and Aridin's relationship is a lot more complicated than they show in the games. Like they okay. had a legit relationship. Siri, like you're gonna see also some Siri Aridin fan art, oh, yeah. like shipping. Because of the books. Okay. Like it's, there's a basis of truth in it of like series infatuation. I know this is the fun stuff. I like it. This is the fun stuff from, that you get. Well, like I don't get it like a back and forth thing, but I definitely felt like Avalak loves Siri. Maybe not right now in the game. Okay. Interesting. Maybe because, later on. But again, that's why, that's what I love about you not having the book yeah. insight. Because to me, it's all about using her. And we'll see if Avalak cares about her any or if it truly is about that because it's it's about ending the world or saving the world exactly so yeah but siri is in the isle of mist because when she leaves the hunt will detect her so this is it they need to have a plan and what's that plan 
The plan is, um, so yeah, like you said, as soon as Siri leaves this place, the hunt's going to catch on to her. And Vesemir is actually the one who says, we cannot run forever. She can't run forever. She can't stop. She can't keep fleeing. So we're going to have to turn around. And I think he said something, the hunted is going to become the hunter. And I was like, all right, Vez, let's go. Um, but Yennefer rightly so says, well, all five of us are going to fight the wild hunt. <laughs> um, I don't think so. So Geralt now is tasked with going back around everywhere we visited in Act 1 to round up all the people that we've helped along the way um, to see if they will come and fight for Ciri at Kermorn. So we're going to go round everybody up. Then we're going to go find Ciri. Then we're going to bring everyone back to Kermorn. The Wild Hunt will arrive thinking that they're surprising us, but we'll be ready for a fight. Oh, it's such a oh, it's such a build up. And to me, it was almost this is the end game. We're in the end game now. Yeah. yeah. Like we're gonna find Siri. It's gonna be this climactic battle. Uh no. Oh, <laughs> Not quite there. This is only act two. It is, but that's where we're gonna leave it there. We're off to find some allies. We're once we're almost to Siri oh. in that reunion. Oh. I'm gonna cry. Oh. I cry every time I watch it. Maybe we should but... do a react on the path reacts even though we watched it so many times (laughs) my i don't know if my videos are on there but the last time i did a it was a charity i think for that gwent tournament that i did for eratusa the around eratusa i played through all of that and i like legit was like (laughs) like like when it happened because the music the wolf and the swallow the the music music, yeah so good but we'll get there all right so if you're listening in the audio form make sure to also check us out on 983's YouTube. YouTube. Is this going in there? <laughs> it's in the end I know. As it just kind of goes in there. I got to get through this. Again, big thanks to Mark from 983. Yes. Editing this, making us sound so much better. And, you know, leaving in the uh, stuff like that. Because <laughs> that's what you've uh, known to come and love. Again, make sure to check out the uh, Patreon. All that stuff in there. You can find us on Twitter. Which your podcast. Email which your pod. Instagram, Witcher Pod. Main thing again, though, for contact is through that the public Discord. God damn it, the public Discord that is available for everybody there. And Lucy, where can we find you? You can find me at Lucy J Robin on all social media platforms. You can find me the Fox Bride Four on Twitter. Find me on Twitter at the Fox Bride Four. You can find me on <laughs> Twitch and Insta at the Fox Bride. And join us next time as we round up some friends in a hunt for a lion cub.